Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of the Single Chronicles. Today we are talking about love bombing, infatuation, and we're going to compare and contrast the two and let you know how to spot the difference and why none of it is good for you. So if you are new here, make sure you heart, favorite, save, or whatever you got to do, bookmark this podcast so you can be notified of future episodes and stuff. For everyone else, welcome to the Single Chronicles. Hey. Oh, sorry. <laughs> I was in my zone today. Anyway, hey guys. Um today we're talking about love bombing and infatuation and why why they suck on a major major level. Um, today I'm not lately I haven't had the chance to go live on TikTok um only because I'm a little pressed for time. I have a lot of um I have a lot of stuff on my plate to do that's not related to Zumba and twerk out and the wellness shop and I've been so caught up with you know, so bombarded with those things and other stuff that's been happening. I haven't had the chance to catch up on you know, this. So I don't want the the story or this episode today. I didn't want it to be sidelined by me trying to interact with my live crew, but don't worry. Don't worry for my newbies. I will get some content out here. And of course, if you are subscribed to me on Instagram, you will see if you, and you happen to miss the live, you will be able to watch that at any time because I always put it on um, social media. So yeah, that's that. Anyway, let's talk about love bombing, okay? I got notes and everything, so we're going to have a good conversation today. Okay, so um, love bombing and infatuation is basically, they're kind of, they're, they're, they're intersectional type of things, you know. Um, love bombing, they kind of they put all their time, effort, and energy into another person because they're trying, they they get off on the rush of making people fall in love with them and create this bond. Now, whether it stays or not, it's usually because they get off on that chase of giving, you know, let me, I, I got to get to you, so I got to love bomb you. And it's a tactic that you don't have to necessarily be narcissistic to do this, but narcissists do this because it's one of their tactics. But it doesn't mean that you are a narcissist because you do this. I just wanted to kind of set the record straight because everybody's trying to define what a narcissist is these days or at least talk about it. But not everything that is a trait of a narcissist means that you are a narcissist, if that makes sense. So, and it's kind of like overused because people really started to understand and identify what narcissists do more recently because it's one of those things like it's not like autism or or um uh, some other type of um mental health condition that people identify you know what i mean because a narcissist is not going to tell a story to a, even to a therapist they're not going to be like you know what i have a problem the problem is me now someone with borderline personality disorder for example bpd they might identify those things or someone might say, hey, this is not normal behavior. You need to get checked out. And after a while, it'll start to sink and they will get help for that. However, narcissists will very seldom, very rarely will. Some of them will when they hear it enough and enough people push them out and push them away. And they'll either get it so that they can become, act like normal people and have interaction and get that, that, that um, that, uh, supply, that energy supply, or some of them just genuinely do want to get help. And and it's like, like I said, like all narcissists aren't evil fucked up ass people. They, they just had some fucked up shit happen to them. And this is how they are. So again, love bombing is one of their tactics, but just because a person does, it doesn't mean they're narcissist. So I just wanted to kind of clear that out the air. Um, you know, and it's just like one of those things where, you know, they're, a love bomb they're just like they're doing stuff for you constantly consistently you know they want you to think that they are like the best and you it's kind of a pick me attitude that they have towards you but it's just basically they want you to fall for them that's really all it is um infatuation is different because now 
two people who are love bombing and infatuated with someone, um, a person can be one or the other and do the same exact things. Like they can be so infatuated with someone that they're doing everything in their possible, you know, in their power for another person, be it physically, financially, or otherwise, just like a person who love bombs with. However, their 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 means, their justification for doing so is different. And this is because they're just stuck on this version of what life would be like with you or with that person. Speaking of the word you, if you watch that show, Joe is infatuated with every part, all the girls that in each, um, in each episode, that's infatuation. That's not him or obsession. It's like, okay, I'm obsessed with meeting this person and getting to know this person. I got to know you, you know what I mean? So he becomes so obsessed and so infatuated that He's doing anything and everything to get with these people. And in some cases, he doesn't technically love bomb them per se, because he may or may not do anything for that person that they can that they may know of. A love bomber wants you to know this is all the shit I'm doing for you. Joe will be behind the scenes killing somebody that's trying to hurt you. So, you know what I mean? Like the the feelings of being with someone or getting to know someone or the idea of being with someone that warm and fuzzy butterflies in the stomach, I guess that's fueled by dopamines and oxytocin or whatever, whatever neurotransmitters that are going on. A person that is infatuated gets high off of that. They need that feeling all the time. And sometimes it's not because they want that person for that person. They want the high of being with that person if that makes sense, versus someone who love bombs, they just intentionally pour everything because they want you to want them. An infatuated person just wants that. They just have that addiction. So with that being said, both instances are not healthy either fucking way. There's no way, shape, way, form, or fashion. And you watch, even if you watch you, Every time Joe got with a girl, no matter if whoever he was infatuated with that particular season, it ended up bad for them, with the exception of love until the following season. I'm sorry, spoiler alert. Um, the, the point is, is that even though she had her issues and she had her ways, don't get me, sometimes Joe does some stuff and it is justifiably so, but that doesn't make what he does right. You know what I mean? I can, you murder somebody for whatever reason, you know what I mean? Murder is still not murder. It's still fucking wrong. You know what I mean? So it is what it is. Um, it's, uh, now, don't get me wrong there. If you're infatuated with somebody, yes, you can love bomb them. It, it, it's not, like I said, these are intersectional things. But um, either way, it's not a good look. If someone is trying their hardest, no matter what, like my thing is me personally, if someone don't give me the time of day or like in the dating thing, like I know like when it's been times when I was in the mindset of dating and we would talk every day, everything's fine. We're getting to know one another. The chemistry is there. So if the chemistry, you could tell when chemistry is there, it don't matter. It don't matter what you're attracted to, what you identify with. When it comes down to being around or with another person, you can you can start with the chemistry. And I always talk about chemistry and compatibility. There's nothing wrong with chemistry. That's the spark. You need that. You got to have some kind of attraction to a person to get to know that person. So on that level, unless you are always known them and then you're like, oh, my God, have you always been this beautiful? You know, it just happens. But in this case, nothing wrong with having that spark of chemistry and and getting to know that person. However with this, this love bombing and, 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 and infatuation, it's not healthy because it's everything all at once. It's not over time. It's, they don't look at, all right, are we compatible? Do we have this chemistry? Are we, you know what I mean? It's not like I'm really trying to get to know you. I'm trying to get access to you. There's a big fucking difference between the two. And I, you can tell, sometimes people don't get it, but you can tell when that's being reciprocated or not. I can tell if someone's not reciprocating the same energy that I want. It doesn't mean, matter if we're spending the same or we're trying to spend enough time, the same amount of time. If I see that our energies ain't vibing, I'm not going to be interested. It's just, it is what it is. It doesn't matter what gender you are, what sex you are, whatever, whatever, whatever you identify with, because that's not what 
that's not what uh triggers my and my my attraction or interaction i'll talk to almost anybody you just say hi i'll say hi back i'll speak to anybody i'll have a conversation with anybody most of the shit that i do requires me to interact with people so my thing is i can tell i'm not, i couldn't before i thought that infatuation was like oh my god they're really into me and that was because i grew up not having the appropriate amount of attention now my grandparents gave me attention but again they were from a whole other generation they were born in the early 1900s i mean around the time they were pre-depression era people so there's a gap there's there's a that age gap causes you know don't get me wrong they were teenagers like i was they were in their 20s like i was they experienced similar things but there's still that generational gap that there are some things they did not understand and it was just maybe because of the way the times are they don't know like right now my grandparents if they were alive today one of them either one of them they wouldn't know about dating sliding into the dms and stuff like that the dating culture has changed so much since they did it but that doesn't mean we didn't have some things in common because me and my grandma would talk and sit and talk for hours and she would talk about the things she did oh wow really you know what i mean like those things even though the culture was different and the mindset was different especially for black people back then you know what i mean they're still it's still funny to watch things and realize we have so much in common just like when um i don't know if you ever seen back to the future when michael j fox and marty mcfly when he goes back to the to the past and he sees like his dad was this nerd his mom was a freak you know she was a wild she had a wild side he would have never fucking known and he realized damn i really do have a lot in common with my parents like he realized his sister and his mom would clash and butt heads but they actually had so much fucking shit in common which was why so that's to be understood but again not to get too far off track we I, you know, I'm sitting back then, and they would not relate to right now. So it's not much that I could tell them. However, regardless, back to this. And I'm not going to stay too long on trying to define what love bombing and infatuation is. I'm not going to jump into it. You know what I mean? Someone being obsessed over you is not a good look. I don't care what nobody says. Because let me tell you something. When somebody tells me you are perfect, I'm running for the hills. Because I'm not fucking perfect. I got flaws. I got flaws at the yin and the yang. I mean, you can see someone in a, a light with rose-colored glasses and yada, yada, yada. But everyone has their shit. Everyone has their demons. Everyone has their traumas, their triggers, their shit. Everybody has something fucking fucked up in their life. No one's fucking perfect. There's something there. It may not be a big blemish, but everyone has, a big, uh, has some kind of blemish. And I'm not being a pessimist. I'm not being negative. But we all do. That's that life on this fucking planet made sure that that's what would happen the day we were born so i just want to put that there you can be born with a silver spoon in your mouth and everything or goldness for whatever color the damn spoon is and 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 still come out and turn out because your parents might have been at rich assholes or, or or complete disgusting ass human beings or you could come into this world with the heart of gold have parents who had a heart of gold but they was poor as shit so they struggled so or they might have had some you know society fucking with them so regardless or not everyone has a blemish you know what i mean and and no one's perfect but if someone sees you as perfect or you see someone else as perfect you need to get you need to figure out get help you could be attracted to someone you can like things about that person you can overlook flaws and be like oh you know what i can put up with that that ain't that deep that's fine that's normal that's completely healthy but to be like oh my god you're perfect I can't find a flaw with I'm fucking scared now. And I've had people, the last person that I kind of was into that I that that said that to me, proved to me why I don't fuck with nobody that say that. I'm sorry, I'm just being honest. Now, um <laughs> like think about it. Another thing, they want constant and consistent, persistent access to you. And I understand that these days with cell phones and social media and, and everything, you can be in contact with someone constantly all throughout the day. However, it's going to be times where, now me, I'm the far end of the spectrum where I, it takes me a while to reply to texts and DMs. I get a lot. And I get a lot of people asking me about my businesses, the inquiries. I get stuff from my job. I get bombarded with it. And to the point, I just be like, 
I gotta just black out. And not black out. I gotta just 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 detach, unplug, whatever. I can't. All right, you know what? I'm putting all this shit on pause. I'm sorry. I gotta turn my phone off. I put my phone on airplane, and I gotta get to writing. I gotta block all that shit out because I got a million things going on in my brain. I already got a million things that I got going on, and now I'm like, all right, I gotta reply. And social media doesn't fucking help because if you're any type of content creator or business owner, you gotta constantly put shit out there, hoping that it gets. It gets in that river of the algorithm. It, hopefully, social media pushes it. Not even just to people that don't follow you, to the fucking people that do. I remember I posted some shit. Two people liked it, and one of them was me. How in the fuck? Why, Insta? So you ain't going to show this? I got like 5,000 followers on my main, not on my main page, on one of my other side backup pages. And I was like, really? Only two people, and one of them was me, saw this shit? You couldn't show it to the other four 4,990 something people seriously so shit like that so now I gotta go on Insta and DM the content that I want them to see for my fitness page for example so I can remind my students to come to class or remind my students bring a mat or I might be changing the location because heaven forbid the fucking algorithm shows the people that are actually following me that for that seriously like come on bro like I don't got time for that so that is time consuming that's tedious couple that with the memes and the, re- and the videos and shit that people send me, I'm looking at those. And, and some of them, half of them I've already saw. Sometimes it might be someone say, oh, I want you, re- can you react to this? All right, but got you. So I get a lot. I probably, before I knew, I give myself like a 50 DM limit. After that, I'm not reading no more DMs for the rest of the fucking day. And when I say 50, you got to think about it. I got six fucking, I got five accounts. One is just a backup I hardly interact with. I might post because I'm posting, like, Instagram has this thing where you can post to multiple pages at the same time. Like, you can post one picture to multiple things. I may do that. Sometimes I might just post some stuff that, because Insta be like, oh, we see words on your picture, so we're not going to show that to nobody. I don't even know why you post that. So it won't even be in the timeline at all. It won't be in the algorithm. Very frustrating. So now I'm like, all right. So now I got to post something and put the shit in the, in, in the, uh, in 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 the caption hoping someone will read all that shit and then hope that people will like bite or do a video it's like so much it's like so much fucking work at one point i had someone helping me and they we had it down and i i think my account was getting close to no actually was getting over a million views and i was like oh shit i'm reaching over a million fucking people that's what's up now she going i'm probably getting a couple hundred thousand if i'm lucky like man i think maybe Two, three hundred thousand, but I just saw it dwindling little by little since last year. And I was like, what the fudge? And then when you get in trouble for something, then they're like, oh no, we ain't showing nobody your shit. We don't care. And it's crazy. I sent a post that I made to someone else that I know whose page was popping. And that shit went off. Send it to him for my TikTok. It was a TikTok video I made. I'm like, yo, how did my fucking video get more views, likes, comments, interactions, and all that shit than mine did? And I posted it from my page. And I had more followers than it was just that. So it happens that they was popping at the time. And I was like, wow, Insta is hating on me. So anyway, back to this. So that being said, they want persistent and consistent access to you. You know what I mean? They, they, there's nothing else that matters that there's like, yo, are you sitting around doing absolutely nothing thinking about me while I'm doing like 18 things? And that pisses me off to some extent because it's like, yo, a lot of the things I really don't need help with doing per se. Like I can't have someone help me teach my class or write this story for me or, or whatever, but I might need somebody to assist me with setting things up or the social media shit. Like if somebody could just do this shit for me, I'll be happy. Like I can't wait to get to a point where I could pay someone else to do this again. So um, if you're not helping me, you're in my fucking way, point blank, period. So if anyone kind of gets to that, to the point where, um, you know, that, that constant consistently, uh, d- d- just need access to you or they trying too hard. Yeah. Don't, don't brush that off. That's a potential red flag. I'm not saying it always is, but it is potential. Don't get me wrong. When you're trying to get to know someone and you really get to liking that person. Yeah. That's all you can think of. Oh, I wonder what they're doing. Nothing wrong with that. Completely healthy. But when it invades your every thought and it keeps you from doing what you need to do on a day-to-day basis, you need to check that. That will lead to, like, jealousy jealousy and possessiveness and all this other shit. You know what I mean? 
it it they you can't watch them interact with other people or do this shit. I had someone that actually was so fucking jealous. They got mad that um I would go to work. I had I I was a full time student and a full time worker, and I had I was a single mom. My daughter was a toddler, and it was like yo. I told them from the giddy up. My daughter comes first. My job and my education. I'm not, I'm in college. I'm a single mom and I'm working. So. I don't, I'm not going to always have the time. And he was like, yeah, it's cool because I can help too. A few months down the road, why you don't ever want to spend time with me? Dude, I got finals. Or my daughter's sick. Or she need help with her homework. Or this is just one of those parts in the developmental stages where I got to pay a close attention to her or whatever because she ain't, you know what I mean? Like, it's not a lot of kids around here that are her age. Her dad's not around. He's off doing fuck all. So it's like, yo, I'm. It's me. It's, I got to be the one there. My mother at the time wasn't even living in Pennsylvania. So it was like, it's it's me. Plus, I'm taking care of an elderly woman on top of this. So my hands have always been the fuck fools. This ain't new to me. And he got mad. He's like, well, you could just give her some, some SpaghettiOs or some shit like that. I was like, and at that point, I should have ended it right fucking there. But no, I did cuss him the fuck out. Don't get me wrong. You ain't going to get up. What? What'd you say? First of all, and I wasn't into healthiness at the fuck. Oh, don't get me wrong. I mean, now and again, me and her both would eat shit. We have a little cheat because that was my childhood. Like, come on, Yana. I'm going to show you what the Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle is. We're going to watch some watch my Saturday cartoons together. We would get up, watch Saturday cartoons together, eat cereal together. Sometimes she got up before me because I was adulting. So, yeah, I... I'm, I didn't have it in me to wake up at 7 in the morning. So, on a Saturday. But, you know, she, sometimes she didn't always have people to play with. And then we would do these things together. So, he got really jealous about that. And that's when I should have known. Fucking fuck all. But I didn't listen to that 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 voice in the back of my head. And I didn't, li- I didn't listen to my mother. Game recognized game. I should have listened. Not because... It was my best interest at heart that shit because it was like, yo, ah, I can't. This is this is not normal to me. I'm and I'll talk about that later, but we ain't gonna go there. But I should listen. I didn't. Um, that drop your plan shit. Like I went through this with another. Now I had a moment where I was infatuated with someone. Don't get me wrong. I'm not gonna point the fingers. I was infatuated with someone who clearly told me in the beginning they were not looking for a relationship. And me, with my pick-me attitude, because I hadn't realized I had triggers and traumas and I had not been validated my entire fucking existence, I realized at some point, oh, you know what? I'm going to love bomb you because I like you. You like me. Why can't we be together? So nothing is, all right, now I'm dropping the things that I enjoy doing. I went a whole full year and I did a full year without writing posting in there. I didn't even have shit in my drafts on my website. I went a whole fucking year. Fuck all of adding anything to the book that I had. I didn't even, I wasn't even thinking about writing. Every now and again, I might post some shit on Insta. I mean, not Insta, on Facebook at the time, or I might, I had, they had this thing where you could put poems and writing like articles or whatever. I was posting on that every now and again, but I really wasn't doing nothing that, you know, I'm, I'm the insomniac writer. I ain't writing shit. So I realized I was dropping the things that made me who I am to be with this person. And it wasn't, I wouldn't say it was early on, but it was somewhere down the road as we continue to get closer and closer. And I had to stop. That was my red flag for my fucking self because you should never be too available for any fucking body. I don't care. Everybody got shit. I'm not saying you got to be as busy as me, but you shouldn't be readily available. Like if I say, if it's Wednesday at three o'clock in the fucking morning, and you just, okay, like, bro, chill, sis, calm down, yo, so we're not always available, and I'm sorry, it's just that, that right there is really, really, it was a scary, um, another thing, the, the, what makes these different, I guess it's the intent, but it's exhausting. You know what I mean? It's very exhausting when you're in an unhealthy relationship with someone, be it a friendship or, or you're getting to know one another or it's full-fledged in the relationship. 
guess what? It's exhausting. And after a while, it's going to take its toll on the both of you. So, because then when you get to the point that you're already in relationship, now you got to keep up the shit that got that person. And then I'm like, oh, you're not like this all the time. Oh, you was just trying to love vomit. Instead of that, occasionally get you a gift, occasionally take you out or occasionally do something. It's not even about doing anything or being entitled to anything. Just, I'm just nice to you every now and again, when I can be, when the time permits and when I, when the mood permits nothing wrong with that. It could be a holiday, birthday, or you know what? You look fucking tired. You want me to cook? So it's one of those things, but all the fucking time it's exhausting. And it really is exhausting on both people because even if you're not the love bomber, you're the love bomber. You're like, damn, can I get a minute? Can I go be by myself? Can I hang out with my girls? Can I do this? So it gets, and I value my solitude and my peaceful time. Don't get me wrong. I, when I learned to love myself, and the the peace that comes with getting shit done in my solitude, oh yeah, oh yeah, it's it's a wrap. <laughs> you you know what I mean? And I'm gonna point that out in a second. I just and I'm gonna mention, I'm gonna come back to it. So keep that in your mind. Um, again, they want qu- quick commitment, twenty four seven availability, excessive gift giving, and being fucking nice. Nothing wrong with being nice, but that when it gets too excessive, ex- excessive is 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 bordering on obsession. I'm sorry. You know, they want to isolate you from your friends and your family and the things you like doing. Um, they they don't like when you set a fucking boundary. Heaven forbid you set a boundary and say no. Oh, World War fucking three. No, stay away. It's ugly. It is fucking ugly. And you got to recognize that's just so, I know I spent like 20 minutes on y'all trying to, to point that out, but it's so many facets. And again, they're not the same. They overlap. They, and they're intersectional things, but they're both equally unhealthy. And if you are the person that is doing these things or the person that's on the receiving end, somebody these are red flags and i'm sorry i'm just be, i'm keeping it a bean i'm sorry nobody wants to be with somebody that fucking bad like don't get me wrong i want to be with you or i want to be around you i love you and all this other good stuff oh that's fine that's healthy but when i can't get to the point where i can't eat breathe sleep i can't do anything but think about what you're doing and i can't fucking work i can't do what i'm doing i'm just oh that's that's not fucking healthy i'm sorry not sorry now um, the reason why people do these things, and I, and I want to get to that, that, and then once I kind of clear these few pointers out, we're going to wrap up, but, you know, so stick with me here. Just, you know, just stick with me. The reason why people do these things, they're overcompensating for something. And it's usually they're overcompensating for a, 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 a lack of performance in one facet of their life. It doesn't have to be sexual. You know what I mean? When a person is so, it's like when you don't, when you don't bring to the table something that makes you you, like what makes, what you gotta, I'm not saying you gotta jump through hoops doing shit for me, but what makes you an individual? Like me, I'm an individual all the way. I do things that make me fucking happy. So you're going to, I don't want you to compete with that. You're not competing with that. You're being, you're adding to that. You're, you're, you're being um, a part of that to some extent. You're not competing with that. You know what I mean? And I, I, I just always, I always get scared when people try too hard because it automatically brings me back to some shit that I dealt with before. You know what I mean? Especially if we ain't got to know each other. We just started talking. It was like, oh, I want to, come on, let's go out. Like, right now, whoa, wait a minute, calm down. We need to we need to talk on the phone and get to know one another. Once we get there, then we can kind of see. But it's just scary. It's always been scary. In my 40 plus years on this planet, and of the half that time, well, maybe three quarters of that time I spend dating, two-thirds. I'm gonna say two-thirds. <laughs> I've I've never these things, love bombing, infatuation, all that shit, I've never had good outcomes. So I'm to the point when I see it now, I'm just like, hmm. No, I think I'm going to be good over here. And like I said, I've gotten to the point where I put up with so much bullshit in the past, A, and B, I've gotten so happy and content in my own peace and in my own self that I'm like, I don't even have to tell them I want to be bothered any fucking way. Plus, I'm trying to get out the fucking neighborhood that I'm in 
And somebody was like, well, maybe if you find somebody, you can move in. You know what? I like my, I, I want to just be around nobody. I've always had to take care of some fucking body. I just want a little bit of peace by myself. Like, I'm about to just get a studio apartment somewhere just, just for the sake of just having a place where I can go and ain't nobody there bother me. If I want to jump up and down in the air for five minutes straight or, or, or if I want to do some of the editing shit that I'm doing, I can do that. I don't have to go anywhere else to do it. Or I just want to lay around and do absolutely nothing but ass naked. I want that. And don't get me wrong. I know I can do that with another person. But I think it's the idea of the fact that I just, I'm not used, used to being taken, taken care of. And I know that's my trauma that I have to work through and, and I am working through. But it's like, yo, I just need a break. I need peace. I need to go home and be somewhere comfortable. Plus, not get shot at. That's another thing. But anyway... Back to this, the overcompensating, the trying too hard, you know what I mean? Nobody wants their time wasted. So, of course, you want to let someone know why you are worth it. But this ain't no reality show. This ain't The Bachelor. This ain't none of those shows that come on the damn thing where they're trying to prove the dating game. You know, where they sit there and ask you the questions, well, if we were on a date, what would make me pick you or whatever? I don't know. Describe your ideal date. Like constantly just trying too fucking hard. Like one of them shoes. You know what I mean? Instead of just letting shit flow. I'm a let let shit flow type of person. And I'm. it's like this. I remember I met someone a while ago and I was like, yeah. They, you know, I was like, what kind of movies do you like? And they were like, oh, I like rom-coms, da da stuff. All the genres I don't care for. I watch pretty much anything, but I'm not a rom type of person or, or one of the one of those drama not, and not even like a rom- rom-com but a romantic drama like the notebook I don't like to cry when I'm watching movies I watch them I'm not saying that they're not good it's just not that's not my go-to I want to see fucking carnage on the screen and I was like well I like horror and he was like I don't like horror oh this ain't gonna work out and I told my friends that and they were like damn why you ain't get them a chance and I said well because if they don't, if we got those little things that we don't like, don't get me wrong, we can work through it. That's not a big, big deal. But it was the fact that how they were just talking about it. And it was like, yo, bro, a lot of my um, side hustle is the result of me having to review, watch, or interact with the horror community. And, you know what I mean? He was just not feeling it. And I was like, yeah, that's probably ain't going to work out. Because you're going to come in and see me watching some fucked up ass shit on TV or wanting to go to the movies or someone giving me a press, uh, not a press pass, but someone saying, hey, I want you to review this indie film that I did. Or I got early screen to some shit like that, screening to some shit. And you're like, I don't want to watch that. We just, how much harder do we got to watch? And don't get me wrong. Sometimes even I get tired of it because sometimes the content is just not that good. But the point is, is that there's a community of us that's out there. And if if it's a hobby, if it's something that you love or something that you enjoy doing, be it if it's a hobby or, or a profession, you know what I mean? I don't want to take away from that. If you are the type of person that's in a country music and I don't fucking like country music and you are a country singer, chances are, yeah, I'll be supportive, but I'm not going to be into it. And you're going to be like, damn, you don't even support my dreams. Yeah, I am. But again, we got to get past the chemistry of being with somebody and really look at compatibility. Now, I'm using those things as examples, I'm not saying I can't, you can't make it work because you don't like a certain genre of music or movies, but I'm saying that if there are certain things that you just won't budge and stand on, regardless of what they are, like religion is one, politics could be another, you know, there, if you are strictly far left, if you try to date someone that's far right, it might not work. It could, it might, but it's going to be tough, especially in this climate where the, the ideologies are fighting with one another, even though no human being on in this country is 100% one or the other, unless they're fucking lying. Like, come on now. Nobody's far left and far right. I mean, they shouldn't be. Like, we need more than one party because I could be pro, pro-abortion and pro-gun. Wow. Look at that. I got more than one part of my fucking brain that I like to use. I want to protect myself and my fucking fallopian tubes. So with that being said, hey, do I got to pick a side now? Now I'm forced to pick a side. Do I want to have my right to have an abortion and not have a child and I'm not prepared to have or physically or medically can't have for whatever the case might be because some dickhead decided, oh, he didn't want to pull out or use protection even though I bought him the protection? 
Yeah, whatever. These things happen. It ain't just because of fucking rape. It could be a plethora of reasons why a woman will have an abortion. And guess whose business that is? Her fucking business. Also, she should have the right to carry a him or her, whoever, should have the right to carry protection. Have you gone outside these days? You can't even go outside to the corner of your block without motherfuckers want to shoot or rob somebody. When I leave the studio, you think I'm not going to be clinching a certain thing till I get to my car, till I get to my house? Especially on the days when I catch public transportation. Oh, fuck that shit. So, all of that being said, you should be able to pick one or the other without having to force, be forced to pick a whole fucking side. Like, come on. There's nobody in Washington, D.C. that is bipartisan. They're like, you know what? I'm for this. I'm also for that. You know, I'm for the environment. But I'm, you know, also for businesses thriving. Like, come on. There has to be some middle ground somewhere, especially as the world evolves. We can't have the same ideologies and thinking processes because the culture is not the same. Things are different now. You know, 40 years ago, I'm sorry, 50 years ago, women couldn't even have bank accounts. So the idea of women's rights wasn't a thing and, and women had, had no choice but to be in relationships and be married. You know why? Because they legally couldn't take care of them fucking selves. There were laws preventing women from owning a bank account. A fucking bank account. Like, I wish I would go in the bank. I'm sorry, you, we, we don't give accounts to women in here. I know I'm getting off topic, but the point is politics. Something is, see how that rant that happened? Like, yo, think about it. If your politics and your ideologies do not line up with a person, you're going to be constantly arguing in a flux, and it's going to be fucking stressful. Nobody wants to deal with that all the time. Yeah, we ain't got to agree on every fucking thing, but if I if I if we're not compatible on a lot of big issues like that, yeah, it's if you're like far right Christian, yeah, me and you ain't gonna vibe. If you far left liberal, me and you ain't gonna vibe. I'm a middle ground type of person. Okay, it's not no my way or the highway type shit. So hey, that's just me. Um, going back to this, trying too hard. Don't try too hard because you attack. You attracted to somebody. I'm attracted to a lot of fucking people. But when I get to know those people or I see them more, I, I see how they move, I'm like, yeah, that's not going to be a good fit. I'm sorry. Like, there's this bikini that I saw. Um, It was in some store. I think I was in Macy's one. I was like, oh, this is cute. This is nice. But in the back of my mind, I don't give a fuck how body positive I might be or might say I am. I knew that shit was not going to look right on me. And guess what? I did not buy it. So that's just that. Sometimes you just got to keep it a bean and keep it pushing. Um, but when you try too hard, you overcompensate, you know what I mean, in this instance of the love bombing and an infatuation, you show, you show me that you're not really interested in getting to know me. You just want access to me, okay? And when you want access um, to a person in essence, you're just like you, you're competing. Um, you're not competing with uh, other suitors or, you know, even my friends or family or career. You're, you're competing with my peace of mind and my and my and my energy, and you're just competing with my peace. Yeah, I said it. Yes, they don't want you. They just want access to you. Because then they get you, it's like, now what? Now what? Now you got me. Now you got me. I'm yours. I'm I'm your girl. I'm your boo. Now what? Now they want you all to themselves. They, you can't do the things you enjoy doing. They can't, don't get me wrong, I'm not trying to come off as selfish. I'm not saying that you can't compromise. I know that when I get into a relationship, there are going to be things that I'm not going to be able to do that I could do when I was single. So you make those compromises. But, but, like, it's the same way I made those compromises when I became a parent. The things I couldn't do with my, my friends all the time, like, don't get me wrong, my friends that didn't have kids at the time, like, yeah, come on, we're going to go out. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. Don't get me wrong. I'm not saying that I could never do those things, but I couldn't do those things every weekend. I got a kid. I can't just be dropping my kid off every weekend to go party. No, sometimes I got to stay at home and watch the Barbie movie for the 18th fucking time. You know what I mean? Because she want to watch one of these CGI computer-generated Barbie movies. I ain't going to lie. The, the princess and the proper one, that was that was dope. That, I like that one. We watched that a lot. And then they would put bloopers on it, so that would make it even more decent. So I ain't going to fraud you with some kitty movies. I was I was digging, even though... 
before Yana, if, my, if I didn't have a daughter, she never would show. I would never watch that shit. <laughs> but it is what it is. So back to this. You know what I mean? When you allow someone to get access to your energy and to get access to you and your peace and the things that you enjoy doing, and then they want to separate you from all those things that you enjoy just for the sake of fucking being with them, you sabotage your growth. You sabotage a part of you. A part of you dies with all of that. And let me tell you something. This was something that I heard online. And I'm going to read it because I wrote it down because it said it so fast. And basically, as you sabotage your growth every time you invite energy that does not sit well with your soul. So stop inviting motherfuckers into your place of peace. And I'm not talking about physically. just That could be mentally, emotionally. Stop giving people access to you that you have no intent on interacting with. Now, I'm not saying you can't speak. I'm not saying you can't be cool. You can't be cordial. You can have a conversation every now and again. Doesn't mean that. I'm saying that you don't want to allow people in your space, in your energy, and the compatibility is not there. And they got this, this unhealthy infatuation with you. That shit is not fucking normal. I'm sorry. Not sorry. Because a lot of times people don't even realize it. And I said this before. They ain't looking for you personally. They just tired of fucking being alone. And they bored. Me? Guess what? I'm going to the movies by myself if I need to. I'm going out to this, to the beach by myself. I'm going to do these things. I'm going out to take myself out to dinner. You know, if I ain't got nobody to go with me, one of my closest friends that I used to, we did the movie things, and then I go do my review or we talk about it, whatever, he in a relationship right now. So we knew that at some point, and he was like, you know, one of us is going to get in a relationship, and we ain't going to be able to do this no more. I said, well, look, the least we can do is if we go see a movie, whether it's together or with our significant others or however we do, or we or we just see see it on separate time. Because it was times where I would see the movie in the theater and he would see it online or vice versa. And we still could chat about it. it. Ain't like we ain't gonna see each other. We gonna run into each other in passing. So um that being said, we knew it was happening. We knew it was gonna come. But I told him I said, Yeah, I still miss my homie. You know what? One day we just gonna grab some Dunkin' or something or some Starbucks and just bust it up for like a few minutes on a lunch break or whatever and 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 just go from there. But we still cool. Or if it's like an event or something like a party or whatever, get together. All right, you got an invite. Bring the missus too. Or I'll bring my significant other and we make it a something. Because it is what it is. That's what happened with relationships. However, it shouldn't be unhealthy. It shouldn't be to the point where you don't spend no time with your friends. And no normal person wants you to cut off your friends, period. I'm sorry. Yeah, I said it. Now, if your friends are doing shit that ain't right, then it, it, you shouldn't cut them off because you got a significant other. You should cut them off because them motherfuckers ain't no good. But you don't want to be with someone who takes you from, like some guy one time said on his podcast, he was like, uh, your, your girl should not be with her sing- be friends with her single friends. Um, that's not true because when I was in a relationship and that motherfucker tried to throw my, put my head through a window, guess who was there who had my fucking back? My fucking single friends and my mama and everybody else that mattered that gave a fuck about me. Nobody that gives, that loves you wants you to be isolated from those that also love you. Again, if your friends ain't shit, then you don't need a significant other to tell you the motherfuckers ain't shit. But nobody should isolate you. Same way you don't want to isolate them. Go hang out with your boys. Like, I'm not, I like basketball, but we might not like the same team. Um, And so go with your homies. Or you might be into some shit that I'm not into. I'm into a lot of boyish shit. So there's been um, relationships that I have with girls that are, that are not into that. All right, well, I'm going to go hang out with my homies. You know what I mean? You should allow your your boyfriend or your very tomboyish girlfriend to go do the things that they enjoy doing that you don't want to do. If you don't want to do those things, don't fucking force yourself. Why would you do that? Man, you can go check it out to see, all right, let me see if I like it. Because I'm not going to sit up and say I don't like something and I never did it. But if I find out it's not my twist, uh, no, like me, I, <laughs> I'm not an, an, an adventure junkie. Nope. There's some things I want to try. Like, I want to try skydiving one day. I want to try it. I'm scared of shit to do it. Now that, 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 I said I was going to do it for my 45th or be like Will and do it on uh, Will Smith and do it on my 50th. Regardless of such, I want to do it. And as I get closer to my 45th birthday, I get more and more scared to do it. (laughs) 
but I want to try it. I, I want to try it. So, but I'm not an adventure junkie. That's not some shit that I just want to do on a Saturday for no reason. You know what I mean? I want to try it for one big event. Just cross it off. That's a bucket list thing. That's not a Tuesday for me. Sorry, it's a bucket list. That means I want to try it. I want to knock it off my bucket list. And I never want to do that shit ever the fuck again. I just want to do it to say I did it because it's on my bucket list. But there are some people out here I've met online on social media. Like one guy, he's into like all that rock climbing. And I don't like heights that much to be doing that shit like that. So guess what, homie? Um, This ain't going to work because I'm not going to want to take you from putting your life at risk and putting your life in constant peril and danger because I'm sorry. I just, I grew up in the hood dodging bullets. I grew up at broad and fucking eerie. My life, all my life has been at risk. You think I want to do some shit voluntarily to put my life at risk? You tripping out here, bro. So that <laughs> being said, you don't want to compromise who you are for what you need. You can compromise some things. Y'all can meet in the middle on some things and find a median ground, but you don't want to change who you are because if they liked you for you, you wouldn't have to change who you are. All right, guys, I'm going to shut up because, woo, this episode is pushing an hour. So stay tuned for the writer's reflections and that's about it um but yeah again watch out for the love bombing and infatuation because if you watch you again you'll know it does not end well so stay tuned writer's reflection coming right up Thank you so much for tuning in to The Single Chronicles. Today, we talked about love bombing and effectuation. And since that was an intense conversation that I had with you guys, I'm going to keep uh, the reflections brief. And I'm going to say just a few things about that. But um, what I want to say is that healthy, normal, productive relationships don't have to force anything. Um, a person that loves you or at the very least is falling in love with you or cares for you while they are not going to hesitate to do anything for you, there won't be an agenda attached to that. You'll do it without thinking, without second thought. You know what I mean? It, it, it's not just about the high that we have on that roller coaster of a relationship. No relationship should be a complete emotional roller coaster, literally. They should be healthy because we should be reaching towards similar goals once. The goals don't necessarily have to be financial or anything. They can just be, I want to have a nice home and build a place of love with you. doesn't have to be a mansion. It could be a shed. It could be a shed. It could be a little villa in the middle of nowhere. The point is that instead of being consumed with the destination of being with someone, we are enjoying getting to know one another, getting to know one another, healthy. So you don't want someone that is so heavily consumed, even tormented or or, 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 or just asphyxiated with another person that it, it, it gets in the way of their daily life. You know, that's not healthy because you have to ask yourself, what is it that you're running from? Now you can have feelings for a person you know, I've had lifelong, I'm not saying lifelong, but I've had crushes that have lost, have lasted a long time. I've had people that were, that had crushes on me to this day that have gone for a long time. Did that mean that they stopped doing what they were doing? That they didn't go out here and find love in other facets because it didn't work out with us? No, because they were healthy individuals. A healthy individual doesn't just stay asphyxiated on one person and not do anything else. They go on about their lives and you know what? It didn't work out here. Life goes on and that is okay. So if you um, realize that your life is just asphyxiated on one person or one thing and you can't put another foot forward, you can't put that next foot forward or just function properly and normally um, and have this love addiction or whatever you want to call it or what have you, get help. You know, seek 
seek therapy or talk to someone or at least try to identify you may not identify everything that's triggering this response but you can at least figure out you know um that there's something not right and if you are the recipient of this please identify these red flags because they can and not all instances do they turn physical or dangerous, but they can be. They have the potential to be. So you don't want to put yourself at jeopardy because you don't want to be by yourself. You know, this is not healthy. This isn't, this doesn't present a life of security. Um, and it can be dangerous. So I hope that you guys and gals that are out there dating are doing so in a healthy format don't get so tired of so you know isolation i know the pandemic kind of made being isolated for some easy for some not so much don't get so caught up on oh a person is just amazingly perfect or i'm so tired of being by myself you know don't get me wrong i even have that some days i have that feeling where Darn, i really do want to be with somebody and then i have those days where i don't want to be bothered there's nothing wrong with that but I don't let that consume me. I don't like I don't know I don't let the latter push people away and I don't like I don't let the former gravitate me towards any and everything. So keep that in mind and here's to healthy, uh, productive and sensible dating. And not just that high of the serotonin and the dopamines and all that other stuff. You want those, you know you can get that by running on a treadmill or going to a Zumba class. Um I teach one of those, by the way. (laughs) So make sure you do something healthy. All right, guys, I'm out of here. I'm your girl, R.S. Lewis, a.k.a. Insomniac Writer. And this has been another episode of The Single Chronicles. And um, before I let you go, I want to let you know that you can subscribe here, not just to my YouTube channel. You can become a subscriber. It's like a dollar a month, either to my Insta or to this podcast. Um, So subscribe and there will be special episodes just for you. I want to thank everyone that is subscribing, who who have become subscribers on any social media of mine, personally um, and otherwise, and my supporters. I love you all, and I appreciate you all, even to the ones that are on my live feeds and they're donating gifts, um, and, and I, I, it just means the world to me. And if you have donated a gift to me while I was in class, and I, I really don't have the best vision, so I may be far away from my screen and I might not be able to see it. But I'm telling you right now, if you've ever donated or gave me some kind of gift on TikTok or Insta, thank you. All right, guys, I am out of here. And I'm going to cap it off like I always do with this. Be awesome, be you, but above all else, love yourself and take care. All right, bye. I am sad and so dark.